Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Pastor Justin, and thanks for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. Let's pray together the way of Christ. Almighty and everlasting God, in your tender love for us, you sent your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon himself our nature and to suffer death upon the cross, giving us the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may walk in the way of his suffering and come to share in his resurrection through Jesus Christ, our Lord who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Lord, as we open your word today, I I pray that you would speak to us. That although these words were written long ago, they have purpose and meaning in our life today. We ask that the Holy Spirit would draw near to us to help us and give us understanding, to illuminate the text, to help us apply the text to our life today. Lord, may we not just be hearers of your word this morning, but doers of your word. And so I pray that your word today would bring about change in our life, that you would invite us in to what it looks like to live under the rule and reign of our Lord Jesus. So, Lord, instruct us, teach us, change us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Daniel chapter 4. King Nebuchadnezzar, to all peoples, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied to you. It has seemed good to me to show you the signs and wonders that the Most High God has done for me. How great are his signs, how mighty his wonders. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and his dominion endures from generation to generation. I, Nebuchadnezzar, was at ease in my house and prospering in my palace, and I saw a dream that made me afraid. As I lay in bed, the fancies and visions of my head alarmed me, so I made a decree that all the wise men of Babylon should be brought before me, that they might make known to me the interpretation of the dream. 
So the magicians, the enchanters, the Chaldeans, the astrologers came in and I told them the dream, but they could not make it known to me its interpretation. And at last, Daniel came in before the spirit of the holy gods and told the dream saying, O Belteshazzar, chief of the magicians, because I know that the spirit of holy gods is in you and no mystery is too difficult for you. Tell me the visions of my dream that I saw in their interpretation. The visions of my head as I lay in bed were these. I saw and behold a tree in the midst of the earth and its height was great. The tree grew and became strong and its top reached to the heaven and it was visible to the ends of the whole earth. Its leaves were beautiful and its fruit abundant and it was food for all. The beast of the field found shade under it, and the birds of the heavens lived in its branches, and all flesh was fed from it. I saw in the visions of my head as I lay in bed, and behold, a watcher, a holy one, came down from heaven. He proclaimed aloud and said thus, Chop down the tree and lop off its branches, strip off its leaves and scatter its fruit. Let beast flee from under it and birds from its branches, but leave the stump of its roots in the earth, bound with a band of iron and bronze amid the tender grass of the field. Let him be wet with the dew of heaven. Let his portion be with the beast and the grass of the earth. Let his mind be changed from a man's and let a beast mind be given to him and let seven periods of time pass over him. And jumping down to verse 19, Then Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, was dismayed for a while, and his thoughts alarmed him. And the king answered and said, Belteshazzar, let not the dream of the interpretation alarm you. Belteshazzar answered and said, My lord, may the dream be for those who hate you and its interpretation for your enemies. The tree you saw, which grew and became strong, so its top reached to heaven and was visible to the end of the earth, whose leaves were beautiful and its fruit abundant, and which food was for all, under which beast of the field found shade, and whose branches the birds of the heavens lived. It is you, O king, who have become who have grown and become strong. Your greatness has grown and it reaches to heaven and your dominion to the ends of the earth. And because the king saw a watcher, a holy one, coming down from heaven and saying, chop down the tree and destroy it, but leave the stump of its roots in earth bound with a band of iron and bronze in the tender grass of the field and let him be wet with the dew of heaven and let his portion be with the beast of the field till seven periods of time pass over him. This is the interpretation, O king. It is the decree of the Most High which has come upon my Lord and King that you shall be driven from among men and your dwelling shall be with the beast of the field. Now in verse 28, it says, All of this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar. And at the end of 12 months, he was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon. And the king answered and said, Is not this great Babylon which I have built by my mighty power as a royal residence for the glory of my majesty. While the world, while the words were still in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven, O King Nebuchadnezzar, to you it is spoken. The kingdom has departed from you, and you shall be driven from among men, and your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field, and you shall be made to eat grass like an ox. Seven periods of time shall pass over you until you know that the Most High rules the kingdom of men and gives it to whom he will. 
Immediately the word was fulfilled against Nebuchadnezzar. He was driven from among men. He ate grass like an ox, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven till his hair grew as long as eagle's feathers, and his nails were like bird's claws. And at the end of his days, Nebuchadnezzar lifted his eyes to heaven, and his reason returned to him, and he blessed the Most High and praised and honored him who lives forever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on this scripture, and and to summarize, it's it's a longer passage today. The summary of this passage is centered around the one of King Nebuchadnezzar. He's the king of Babylon. And this king had a dream about a toppled tree that reached the heaven. It was a fruitful tree. It was a producing tree. And, and this is describing of, of the king. But this tree would be taken down. Daniel revealed that that tree is symbolic of King Nebuchadnezzar. I, I picture and I, I'm reminded even as we've been walking through First Peter and talking about submitting to government. And even in Romans 13, 1 that we've covered a few weeks ago, it said, let every person be subject to governing authorities for there is no authority except from God. And those that exist have been instituted by God. And we, we see in this text that King Nebuchadnezzar is ultimately under the rule and reign of God the Father. That God the Father is overall and that he exalts and humbles who he wills. But I want you to see in this text, and what I want to focus on on this text is God's grace in the midst of this. Even though this tree would come down, it said that the stump would remain, the roots would remain. There was an opportunity for it to grow and be exalted once again. It says in this text that a whole 12 months separated the initial warning that Nebuchadnezzar received and the judgment against him to bring about his humbling. And I just ask, what what does this imply about God's ways with us? That he is exceedingly patient with us, even in our pride, even in our rebellion, even in our lack of humility, even in our boasting of our strength. God is patient with us. It tells us in verse 28, all of this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar. At the end of 12 months, he was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon. And he looks and he says, is this not great Babylon, which I've built by my mighty power as a royal residence? This is a picture of King Nebuchadnezzar's pride on display. And it's in this moment that he is humbled. What I want us to reflect on is those who are prideful will be humbled, but those who are humbled are to be exalted. The first step of coming to Jesus is a posture of humility. When we come to Jesus, we recognize our need for a Savior and our need for the forgiveness of sins. But oftentimes, you and I, we forget. So my question to us this morning is how can we remain in a posture of humility? Maybe this morning we could just take a few moments to consider what are the prideful areas of our own life that need to be repented of? 
And how might we trust in his patient grace today? Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for your patience. We thank you for the fact that you give us an opportunity to turn from our wicked and sinful, prideful ways. Lord, I pray that you would help us recognize the areas of our life, even today, that we need to repent of pridefulness. We need to repent of areas in which we feel like we are sufficient. We, are, we, we feel like that we have built this on our own. May we recognize that all of our strength and all of our wisdom and all of the things that, that have been built have ultimately come from your hand and from your wisdom. And so, Lord, may we humble ourselves before a mighty God. And, Lord, we pray that through our lives, And by our prayers, may your kingdom come in our life today. In Jesus' name, amen.